on In Radio, Omni Studio, and wherever you get your podcasts. I'm James Cridland, the radio futurologist. This week, the UK radio industry. Why is it doing so well? Surprise! In a world of relatively flat radio revenue figures, radio revenue in the UK market went up by 11% in quarter two of this year. Wow, 11%! How did they do that? Well, first, it might have been 11% in one quarter, but UK radio will probably end the year around 4% up at around 875 million US dollars for the year. But even so, that's 4% higher than many markets. So over a beer in a French bar, and I point this out not just so that it makes claiming expenses easier, I had a chat with a few folk from the UK to try and understand why it was having a good time of it. Well, first, they're keen to point out that radio audiences remain in good shape, certainly when you look at QUM, and it's QUM that matters when you're trying to grow a brand after all, so that's a good and useful figure to start with. Rajar, the UK radio research company, does a good job with publishing these figures as well. They come out every quarter, and they're always accompanied with good news stories in the press. Secondly, digital audio, podcasting and all of that has helped revitalise radio. Heads of radio in agencies previously consigned to the dark ages because they were the only ones working on a medium with no clear digital advertising proposition now find themselves working on the new shiny star of the digital world and they're really making the most of it. Particularly, the UK has focused on personalised ad replacement and the DAX sales house, which sells audio ads across everything from streaming radio to music services and podcasts has certainly helped keep things simple. Third, radio isn't online. Now that's a good thing when you consider all the problems that online has had this year. From having ads next to dubious content or dodgy ad measurement that has overestimated views or engagement. And of course ad blocking has reared its ugly head too. About 30% of visits to my websites have ad blockers on as one example and that's probably not very good. So as a traditional advertising medium, radio suffers from none of this stuff. Reliable and regulated content, recognised and understood research figures, and of course you can't close your ears. Finally, the UK has had a very strong industry advocacy group, Radio Centre, with some clear and consistent messages. The US, for example, doesn't work together much, with the NAB, Nielsen and RAB doing various things but not really singing radio's praises in the same consistent way as Radio Centre does. It really helps. Radio Player has also been doing some great work from a more technical point of view, ensuring that all of UK radio has a place in the dashboard, on an Amazon Echo, or in the hybrid radio receivers of the future. I keep on talking about the benefits of working together as an industry. It's something that's a good thing to do, and now it's something that appears to dramatically affect your revenue as well. After understanding a little more about the UK radio industry, it turned out that the bar we were in also sold food. So we had some of that, and we chatted some more. So when the Australian tax office sees the receipt I've claimed for, here's hoping that they also subscribe to this podcast and understand how well worth it the whole thing was. You can get my weekly newsletter at james.crid.land or daily podcast news at podnews.net. And until next time, keep listening.